This is Planted, a podcast that encourages us to be rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ and established in the faith. When we are doing that, we're speaking to um, the believer uh, who has two natures, don't we? We have this. We have a. We have this human nature mm-hmm. that sometimes is leading and direct us in the ways mm-hmm. of the flesh. Um, but because uh, God has loved us and and has um, given us new life, uh, we can love Him back. And that love response is to want to know Him more. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, I just uh, I, for the for the listener. Um, uh, just understand that when we're talking, it's not we're not ever really judging or being judgmental mm-hmm. um, uh, of other people that aren't like us because we we came from that from <laughs> that lowly position. Right. We all were in this human race together, and, and it says we were basically enemies of God, yeah, right before He came to love us, and right. and so on. Yeah, it's interesting. I it's just I just uh, the other day was had a conversation with Pastor Winans about this. Uh, we were talking about the two natures, the, the, the old man or the sinful nature or the flesh, uh, as it's referred to often, um, and the new man. And, and so it's interesting because the Apostle Paul, he, he talks about the flesh and the old, that sin nature as being crucified and dead. And he, that's how we're supposed to see it. But yet it still seems to have some impact on me, right? How can something dead, you know, still influence me in that way? And so... And so uh, you, we have to understand what that means, right? right? Right. It doesn't mean that it's completely gone, right? But it, it, but it doesn't have the same power it used to have. Actually, if if we are born again, if we are regenerate, we actually have a, a greater power within us, right? Right. Right. In yeah. the Holy Spirit, and right. so and that's what we mean when we say we've been liberated. Yes. Right. We have liberation in Christ, so right. Uh, we're 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 now set free to no longer have to sin. Right. Right. Exactly. So, and so what's interesting related to what we've been talking about here, because in, in the book of Romans, Paul talks about this, you know, in, in uh, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, laying out the gospel, and, the, and finally in, in, in eight, talking about how we live by the Spirit, you know, not according to the old ways, but according to the, the new. And then, um, and then in, in chapter 12, uh, we see that there's, there's something that we actually do that helps, that helps with this what I, growing of the new man or the trans, yeah. this transformation, right? right. So he says in, in chapter 12, verse 1, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Now, that this is our body. This is ourself, but we know we're the new man now. Right. And then he says, do not be conformed to this world, right? That's that world system, that world thinking. It's that dark path. It's the dark path of understanding that leads you away from God. Right. Right? That's the world, those world systems, philosophies, education, and so forth. But be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm, yeah. Right? And what do we know that has been that is described as good and acceptable and perfect? The word of God, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. right, right, and so we can we 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 grow up in these things, and as we do, our mind is transformed. And so I think about that that transforming light of God's word, that this illumination of the Holy Spirit, that the, the Spirit uses the word to transform our minds, right. the place where our 
our intellect operates, our thinking operates. And so, but that has to be renewed. It has to be transformed because it was once in darkness. Right. I think it's great too, because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain that the word for transformed in, uh, in Romans 12 there is the Greek word um, like metamorphosis. Uh-huh. And I think when I think of metamorphosis, I think of a, a cocoon, you know, yeah, the caterpillar right. and then the butterfly. Right. And I, I just think, okay, once you're a butterfly, you're no longer to live right. like a, like a caterpillar anymore, right. right? You're to be the new creation. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and and I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a, a medical doctor. I'm not a, you know, uh, but at, but I I do remember learning a little bit in my college psychology classes. You know about like neuro neuro pathways, and you know that the more you do certain things, it it actually forms the way your brain works and thinks. And there's like like it, almost like you think like grooves in a in a in a road, you keep driving down the same road, you, you develop grooves in that and your mind just immediately starts going that way, you know? Right. And, but, and they say, and they say they're to change those way of thinking and those habits. It, it takes a lot of hard work. Right. Um, and, and I think in some sense people can do that, make that change. But what if we have the Holy spirit? Yeah. Well, what if I have yeah. the Holy spirit? Can he, can he, can he, um, supernaturally and powerfully change those pathways. Uh, you know, not that he's not going to ask me to participate with him in that, right? I have to. I work with him. I have to offer my body as a as a living sacrifice. But it, I have greater confidence as a Christian that I can change, right? Than than somebody who who isn't a, a Christian, right? 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 right. I, and I, I see non Christians change, right? Oh but, yeah. But but I but I I I should have great confidence in the ability to be transformed because of the presence of the Holy Spirit and the gift of his word to shed light, to lead me in a, in a different path. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. And, uh, uh I'm thinking of one of the Corinthians uh, first or second, of course, but, uh, where it talks about, and we all behold in as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed yeah, into that right. image. And then it says that it's not by us. Right. But it's just as by the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah. it always, it always is, they're working within us to transform us and give us the ability um, to to do God's will, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we've uh, we've uh, we've branched off into a new territory <laughs> here, but this is we a good have, conversation. Well, it is. Well, let's <laughs> let's bring it back to this issue of clarity because why is that, why is clarity then important if that's what God's goal is? He, his goal he is to make, is making us more and more like Jesus. I know, Matt, but you're saying clarity in the Bible, and some of it is so hard. I, <laughs> how how are you saying that it's that it's that it can be clear? Right. Well, I, I think the. That's great uh, because the the Westminster Confession actually addresses this in um, in chapter one, part uh, seven. Um, he's it, it it says all things in Scripture are not alike plain in themselves, oh, okay, um, so. nor alike clear unto all. Yet those things which are necessary to be known, believed, and observed for salvation, as we've talked about before, that. Um, are so clearly propounded and opened in some place of Scripture or other that not only the learned but the unlearned in a due use of the ordinary means may attain into sufficient understanding of them. And so that's, now that's their, I think, talking about that the basic core message of the gospel and of salvation, right? Right. That is there. And in that sense, I think we can truly say um, the Scripture is clear um, in, in, that, in that way. But... I would also say, in addition, and now maybe uh, you know, 
people can bring me up on charges for this. I don't know. <laughs> but as when we first come to the Lord in that clarity, right? And as we've been talking, and as the Holy Spirit speaks to us in this living and active word, which is a double-edged sword which pierces to the heart, as we grow up in the Lord, we more things will be made clear to us along the way. And I think too, it's 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 a lot of times it's it can be related to what we're going through in life. Right? So um maybe sometimes even God uses the what we would say the bad things of life. Something difficult happened, sure. right? Um maybe we we lose a loved one or we have a, a dear friend who's fighting cancer, or we uh we uh back into somebody in the parking lot mm. and we have to deal with the you know the the consequences of that. Sure. God can use those times in our life and then when we are meditating on his word and going back to that, he says, oh, now I understand this a different way because of what I'm going through right now. And God brings clarity when we are willing to go through that transforming process. Mm, gotcha. Right? Yeah. And, and so I think that there's, so there, there's that, the simplicity, I think, you know, with the confession and with the kind of the doctrine of what they call perspicuity or clarity, you know, it, it's, that, it's that simple gospel message is clear and, and the Holy Spirit can work that. But I, I would say, too, that the more we invest in that and in God's Word, the more things will come clear to us, especially as it relates to our spiritual formation, right? Yeah, sure. Um, but, but, then, but, the, but then you also do have—it doesn't mean that there aren't difficult passages, of, right? right? I mean, I have, I have a book sitting right behind you, and it, we're in my office here recording this, <laughs> and it's called The Hard Sayings of the Bible, right? Yeah. And that's one of the thickest books. It's, it's four inches <laughs> <laughs> in my yeah. whole library, right? Yeah. So, yeah, but what makes what makes some of the things unclear for us is that we do have to realize that, as we've said on this podcast before, the Bible was written for us, but it was not written to us. Sure. So part of the things that makes it difficult at times, because we need to understand who was writing to whom, right. what was the cultural setting there, what their their worldview, their mindset wasn't necessarily the same as mine. And so I need to get into understanding some of those things. And that takes work, and that's where we rely on scholars, you know, to do that. And we find good commentaries, we find good sources to help us with that. Right. But even as we as we do and read with them, we still need the Holy Spirit, right, to bring that. To bring that out. To uh, us, oh yeah, so. and God understanding our our nature, our our, our humanness works with us um, in the creatures that He's He's made us to be. Mm-hmm. And it is first you learn to add, and then you learn to multiply, and then you learn the algebraic equations and, right. and stuff like that. You don't know it all at one time, right? But you can understand the simple stuff because it's logical right. and it's clear, and that's the way it is with the scripture. So it's precept upon precept, and so you you learn a little bit here, and then you'll you'll grow to learn more as the spirit reveals. But um, it's it's never about um, the human effort to do mm-hmm. that. It's it's although it does take you know, energy right. to study the Bible, and it takes discipline to do so. It's about um, loving God and wanting to love Him more. Right. I mean, that's that's uh, that is how we we learn to love mm-hmm. Him and trust His Word. We we see the truth. For those of us that has spent more and more time in the Bible, uh, I can people say, "Do you believe the Bible is true?" And I say, "I believe that the, the Scriptures." Are are true to the point that I believe that more so than I, my own middle name is you know, <laughs> yeah, because right. because it's just it's so yeah. solid. I mean, there's so much right. documentation, and you can learn to trust the Lord. Um, and uh, 
like it says, you know, when he spoke in, in Hebrews uh, um, uh, chapter one, first he spoke to the to us by the prophets, and and then by Jesus Christ, right? right? So even the Old Testament saints didn't know everything that mm-hmm. that we can know today, right? Right? Because so there's there's, yeah. there's there's periods of growth, and there's revelation um, that comes through the um, annals of time as right. well. Yeah, and with that, just to bring us back to the kind of the main point here is that the this light that is being shed for us, uh, that the uh, Alistair Begg, pastor and, and well-known preacher uh, in reform circles anyway, I, I really like his preaching. He, I've heard him say that we have to remember that the, if I can get in the order right, he says, the main things are the plain things. And the plain things are the main things, right? <laughs> you know? And so, um, so I think as we grow deeper and as we wrestle with sometimes the more difficult things, we always go back to the main things, which is the gospel, which is the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. It's his victory over sin, death, and evil. Um, it's God's plan of redemption that starts with the co- with, with his, his covenants of the Old Testament that are all fulfilled in yes and amen in Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And so when, when we know that simple, clear thing, that's going to help us shed light on those things that become more difficult, Right, yeah, and sure. so if we keep um, the main things, the plain things, the plain things, the main things, however that goes, right? <laughs> that that if we always return to them, that's going to help us, right? Because it goes back to what we talked about you know, the last episode. I think was you know when when Jesus opened their minds on the road to Emmaus, it was about Himself, right? That's what He explained. He explained how all this is about Himself, and so I think that's that's what we hold on to with this whole doctrine of persecution perspicuity or the clarity of is that you know if we ever start doubting that um then we really need to to start looking at our faith and go and have some conversations with people and right. getting back to the scriptures and say you know what's making me question who Jesus is and what he's done for right. me and one of the things that um you were when you were reading that part of the Westminster um, about perspicuity is that um, it says that um, that we may attain unto a sufficient understanding. And the mm-hmm. predecessor to this is, is part six, which talks about the sufficiency of Scripture. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, what does what does what does that mean um, that um, that it's sufficient for us? Yeah, it's sufficient for us for salvation. I mean, we. I'm not gonna. I don't. You know, if I want to learn about. Um, how to fight the COVID virus, I'm not going to go to the scriptures. Uh, in one sense, I mean, you know, in terms of a medical, it's not going to be sufficient to teach me how to, to administer antiviral medication, right? But it will, it is sufficient to let me know that, that um, my salvation is in, is in Jesus and not in some medicine, right? And that I, my hope of eternal life is not how long I can live this physical life, Right. But but it, it it's it it's in what Christ has done for me, right? And so I can have peace and comfort in the scriptures in the midst of this. But it's not going to necessarily, you know. So it's sufficient for what I need in my relationship with God and and my relation and how to live in this world. But it's not um, all. It's not all inclusive in in, in all knowledge. So of for anybody to really say, you know, you can never really know the truth, um, is is not a correct statement because this the. The Bible is sufficient. You can never know all of tr- truth, maybe, which is we can't true. know it in the same sense that God knows God, it. That God knows it, but we right. could, but he we, 
he wants us to know he's given us all of right. all of these great things to understand about him and therefore it is sufficient to know him right and, and yeah and we can know truth as much as humans are are capable with god's help right, right? but we're not going to know it to the to the sense that god does uh so um which that would be another interesting podcast to talk a little bit about. <laughs> That'd be a little bit more theological than than right necessarily out of scripture. But um, but yeah, it, it's we're, we're, but it is this idea that God Himself is the archetype. He is the ultimate. He is the he is the he is the really real. He is the basis of all reality, right? And so only He can know reality and truth to that degree. But as um, those who've derived their nature from him and who are made in his image, um, we can reflect that truth. It's going to be to a lesser degree. We're not going to be able to know it in, in, the, in the ultimate and infinite sense that God does, but we can know what we need to know as his image bearers. Mm. And, that's, um, and, 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 and that's where I think, again, this imagery of light comes, comes out. He is the true light. God is light, right? We are reflectors of that light. And the word of God leads us into the ability to do that. And, 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 it, and it's clear and provides clarity for our life to do that. Right. right. Yeah, that's, that's great. And because God is light, um, if you are uh, listening to this podcast and you feel like uh, life is dark, um, it's Christ that will come in and, and give light unto your life, right? If you seek him yeah. out, he will, he promises that he would uh, give light into your um, life and, uh, that is the revelation of his word. So open up the word of God and, and read the gospel of John and, yeah. and let him show you who he is. Yeah. Amen. And, and if you sense as you're reading that, that this, this is truth and, and this is what you need, then simply pray and ask for, for, for Jesus to, to come in. Uh, he says that he will, he, he will be, he is that light for us. Right. right? And he will come and live within us. And, and so, and dwell with us. Yeah, right. <laughs> he will tabernacle with us, as you know, uh, or, or with us. And so, um, so yeah, uh, if you ever have any questions about it, you can always call Cornerstone Church in Brighton, come to our website and, and find out more about us. But, um, uh, and we can help you with that. It, it, Lord, I encourage you if, you, if you're not near us here in Brighton, Michigan, you're listening out there in the, the, uh, the, the audio universe <laughs> somewhere else, um, uh, Find a good Bible-believing church and, and go go uh, talk to the pastor and and uh, and he'll help you. But but I but I also am confident and believe because of the work of the Holy Spirit and as we've just read here about the scriptures that that it should be clear to you yeah. that you don't need an you don't necessarily need an intercessor to help you with that. Um, I do encourage you, but we do need the body to grow. We absolutely do, and, and so I, the biggest encouragement is to is to get connected with other believers. Yeah. Absolutely, and and um, just along those lines, you know, if you're um, if you're frustrated or if you're if you're seeing contradictions in in the word in your Bible studies, um, embrace that. Um, those that can be frustrating because it can seem like there's contradictions sometimes in the scriptures. Um, I've learned to that to be kind of one of my favorite things now because <laughs> I have people to go to that can help me sort yeah. that out. And then once that becomes clear, it's a whole new world right. because it just it really just emphasizes that there is no contradiction and, yeah. that, and that it is um, harmonious from beginning to end. Um, and it just gives you a higher confidence in, in the Word right. of God that gives you even um, more light in the world that we're going yeah. to try to walk through here. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed our conversation today, yeah. Thad. I think it's, it's been good. And, and um, 
as always with planted, it's our desire that you um, that all of us are rooted in God's word, and that, that will result in fruitful living, uh, a flourishing life, uh, a life that's honoring to God. And uh, come back next week as we'll continue on our journey. And I think we'll uh, in this kind of season we're going to continue looking at, at just the fruitfulness of God's word in our life. And so come back next week and uh, glad to have you here. That's great. Have a good afternoon, everybody. Planet is a Cornerstone EPC production, connecting to God, one another, and the world through the love of Jesus. More information can be found at cornerstonebrighton.com.